0: You know, I feel like it's been a pretty interesting week. And uh, the one thing that I've, you know, I've always heard, I've always heard people say when one thing that you need to succeed, all right, is to have one person, you know, to believe in you, okay? All right? And last week, all right, when I said G2 was going to win it, okay, they believed, they believed, all right? But here's what happened, okay? You know what's even more powerful than having someone believe in you, All right? Someone on a public forum saying that you're not going to succeed, all right? And I said, you know what I said? I said, RV, listen, okay? I said, RV, you didn't do good at the last tournament. You're not going to do well in this one, all right? And then Scrub Killer, all right, tried to prove. Well, you know, he messaged me first, okay, in the DMs, all right, saying, "Now we're going to prove you wrong." And then he won. They won the tournament, okay? That's what happened. How? What? What do you feel about this, all right? Wabbits combo,
1: hundred percent true. Hundred percent. I completely agree with all of that. Uh... I was secretly supporting RB the entire time. Uh, just, to, just to prove not him
2: secretly, on. definitely not secretly. He was putting in <laughs> an all our service, secretly, to, servers.
1: The secretly yeah. to the public, not to the. <laughs> he
2: made the entire server hate him. <laughs> I got almost server muted multiple times.
0: Multiple times. <laughs> and um, anyway, so uh, welcome to the ASAP Weekly Podcast. Um, you know, I was, I felt like uh, I, I was going to start. I was already st- starting to write my speech. All right, uh, as G two was doing so well all right throughout the whole thing even i got re or i got liked by the g2 esports official page all right for one of my tweets so you know um they they liked it so i'm pretty happy about that i want to thank you okay uh i'm now officially a g2 fanboy there's no other team i will cheer for um (laughs) hey if you like something of mine come on when there's no reason for you and this isn't even on the main account this was on like the my personal right
2: I liked your tweets. Um, are you my fanboy? I
0: am your fanboy. Combo. I've been your fanboy since like the first Damn. time I met you. All right. <laughs> Moving day. Moving day. <laughs> since, we, since we're carrying stuff over. Um. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Um. Where was I? Yeah. Uh. My name's Flash. Uh. We got Wabbits over here on Hello. the I'm proverbial wabbits. left, and we have Combo in the proverbial middle.
2: I'm back back all right back. We, yeah this
0: is a bigger return than um i don't know there's something there um uh i want to start off by uh, thanking our patrons all right um so once again thomas knight fiend the kitty and alex from michigan all right um who had a blast all right because um while there was this major tournament going on all right and all these big things um there was an even more important show match that occurred within our community all right. The, uh, the, uh, I need to win, by, you have to win by 15 C volts versus flash match. Um, and so, um, that will be, I'm actually going to post that or eventually the VOD or just link the Twitch VOD. Um, I don't think with the actual podcast, but here, let, let me just explain the plan is. I'm kind of, I'm going to make a Discord server over the weekend. Um, and so for the, for the week, for this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, was was that a surprise?
1: Yes. (laughs) Wow.
0: Okay. Um,
1: It's a good surprise.
0: It's a good surprise, but it's mostly because I don't want everyone to join the Brock Esports one because it's kind of like separate, I feel. Mm. Um, uh, So, yeah, the plan is to make that Discord server. We'll have like a Patreon section and then like a regular section. Um, All in future plans. But point is, um, once the Discord server is up, I'll just have it like a VODs, maybe like channel or something like that um and we'll add it there and that's how you'll be able to watch it um yeah so sorry i started on the Patreons. Patreons, thank you for supporting us thank you for watching that live that show match um we had some i i don't know we had like 10 viewers that was pretty that's pretty good it's pretty
2: good yeah peaked at 11
0: Peaked at 11 all right Ooh. wow i i well i can't I say that's say. the highest i've ever been on uh stream but uh <laughs> um no, if, if anyone knows anything, I once uh, casted a seven-and-a-half-hour tournament, uh, and I was getting about, like, 30 viewers, so. Nice. That might be embellished. It was, like, 22. Um, <laughs> the highest uh, I've
2: ever played on was, like, I think 1,300 we were watching, which is pretty cool. Thir- yeah,
0: yeah, so, yeah. Wait, which tournament was that? Was uh,
2: th- so, at SGL, they hit 1,400 once. Nice. And, and, but I don't think it was when we were playing, um, so, but I'm... Uh, like my guess is probably. I think we were, when we were playing, I don't know. You guys were watching. I think it was like ten thousand. Sorry, ten thousand. Geez, a thousand or like eleven 1, hundred. Where when we were playing. Yeah. yeah. And I played mm-hmm. in a couple weekly tournaments, that normally peaked at thirteen to fifteen hundred. So.
0: Sounds good. Wow. That's actually impressive.
2: Yeah. So we've got a Liquipedia. I'm on there a couple times. Really, you're on Liquipedia. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, nice. I, don't, I don't have a page for me, but yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. my name. My name is in quite a few tournaments so in there. So.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. Um. I think that about wraps up everything I want to say in the intro sequence. Like I said, developing Discord server, um, hopefully Keeping more on that in the future. Um, and I have some some good ideas for it, but uh, I'm not going to mention them until they are, you know... The, you never want to mention an idea until you've uh, actually laid out the logistics and implemented it. Because <laughs> then then it's just like, oh, like that didn't happen. Yeah. But the Discord server will happen, all right? uh unlike the uh you know rob and kyle show that didn't happen last week um unfortunately wabbis was telling me wabbis wabbis has not finished his dissertation
1: so uh we're still waiting it's like almost done but that was not the actual issue it was the fact that uh, something happened with the internet probably due to my power going up
0: <laughs> yeah there's something of like that anyway i i was gonna blame it on the dissertation but sure sure the internet that, that was that's
1: important. not important the, the, not important i was fully ready to just talk about it
0: <laughs> it's all right it's all right well we'll get to that, that i feel like we've been hyping that show up and then we're still gonna get like 10 viewers on that one um, <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> um all right combo uh to bring you back into the loop um just for i don't know i guess our listeners uh you haven't been here for two weeks i want you to kind of give your thoughts on the last two shows uh before we jump into the biggest tournament in rocket
2: league thoughts on like how you guys did oh no i just <laughs> just random
0: yeah. things no more like random no. thought like random things that came up anything you gotta gotta
1: fix in what we said
2: <laughs> no like you guys are well like like you you had even mentioned that you just tried to more or less cover exactly what you knew other than that and uh, oh yeah so we just...
1: still don't know about that
0: Seabass team do you want to talk about that <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so I was gonna say, so like for for full like transparency, I was like I sent the I sent both the boys like a pretty long list of uh, like things that like big transfers or things that they needed to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, so Sebas um, is going to RBG uh, because Jacob was initially playing for them. Uh, there hasn't been an actual statement whether or not he is still there. Like I'm kind of curious on what it is because he was picked up when Astro was released from R- uh, RBG. So we're we're waiting to figure out what what ends up happening there. But yeah, so now Seabass has moved over there. Oh, okay. um, I'm not a huge Seabass fan, but th- that's okay. Like he he's a good player. Kavo, so. Who
0: are you a fan of? All right.
2: I think I'm a fan of most anyone people. who's
0: not a jerk. Is, is, is I think, right? I, honestly, I mean, true. You like like,
2: like Seabass. Of... <laughs> is is pretty sassy in a lot of streams. I think I just like more genuine and like nice players. Like I think that's for me is like where it ends up coming. So like like Safu has been a little toxic sometimes, but he's just recently started streaming and I've been watching his stream and he's actually been like really cool. And like, he's looking like a pretty good content creator. So like, he's now swaying my Mm -hmm. opinion. So I could tell that that's just kind of where my head tends to lie is like, are you a good person in the public eye? (laughs) Great. I'm probably a fan of yours. If you're still a decent rocket league player. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Me and flash are out. What do you mean? We're out. (laughs) We're not, we're not, or combos, not fans of us. We're not good. Rocket league players. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: but Actually, yeah, otherwise yeah, you guys defined you covered everything that like i at least that i had asked uh you folks to try and cover so i was thinking more was there something
0: that you thought funny like you know what i mean like we mentioned something you were like oh that's i don't know
2: i laughed so like uh your how you were pronouncing ocelon gave me a good chuckle uh Isillian?
0: you know what it was yeah. I th- okay i think there's a really old youtube channel that has a very similar name all right and we're talking like the dark deaths of youtube like don't go there all right um <laughs> I'm, I know what it is. I'm not going to name the channel, um, <laughs> for fear of retribution. Um, it's just very emo. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Nice. <laughs> um. Anyway.
2: Did you guys explain like where I was? Like, did you say. Yeah, anything? yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe want to give a life it update
0: thought... if that's alright.
2: Um, yeah, I I moved so I from previously from Ontario. Um, I went to school in Niagara Falls. And now i got a job right out of school. Uh, I work for Student Affairs, so I'm planning to continue to work in a university setting. And uh, I got a job at the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology, which is right downtown Calgary. Uh, So I had moved out west. It's it's pretty nice here. My internet is pretty shoddy, but we're working on it. (laughs) So I'm probably going to buy a new internet service provider soon. I'm currently tunneling using a vpn and a proxy server just to get through the restrictions that my <laughs> university lays um so let's hope they don't listen to this podcast i love, I love how you <laughs> but, say that how uh, you just like say uh, that? i don't mind it's not a big deal I, I i'm i'm fairly confident many students do it like it literally is a is a tech school so it blows <laughs> my mind that they think that people aren't going to find ways around the restrictions um, so just as a like a thing so the restrictions are literally like i cannot open discord i cannot open steam i cannot open twitch like a lot of these main like gaming or like Kind of high latency programs they don't allow, so which is pretty tough. Um, but instead of being the shady backdoor boy, I'm gonna most likely purchase a, a new plan from a new internet service provider. Uh, so I'm not as shady as it sounds. So, but yeah, I'm excited. I, it's a. I'm I mean, gonna listen.
0: Right, we're gonna have to go back to the days where I have to go through every podcast and comb for anything that might uh, incriminate you. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy where I am. That it's it's a pretty cool gig uh they pay for my rent which is pretty nice so i can't complain too much about the wi-fi um they uh, i still got my salary and a lot of cool benefits so i've already been on like three planes paid by the company i literally just booked more plane tickets so uh, i'm pretty excited to actually get there all
0: right um we will see wabbits may may be still experiencing those internet issues so um, if he comes back we'll we'll uh, bring him back in well we'll definitely need him back in because he did have some very controversial uh, opinions um, about the champs uh, which I may or may not bring up given that he's not here maybe I will just to uh, have him not oh. defend himself and uh anyway um yeah let's let's you know what let's get into it this is the biggest tournament um I think the peak viewership was significantly uh I it was a lot, a lot higher. It was like we got to like two hundred thousand. Including... I don't know.
2: If, did, did we break two hundred? I do we know, did, including
0: the YouTube, right? I think that's what God, it was. Uh, fair. That's a the great YouTube point. YouTube had about uh, ten thousand or so that like kind of nice. pushed over.
2: Yeah, Twitch. I think the peak I saw was one ninety six. I think is what I saw as peak. um But yeah, so yeah, that was really exciting. I think. What, what do we say last time? The last season when I think it was like one seventy was peak last time. Mm-hmm. So 100%. now we're going to figure them better. So
0: um yeah can, can you can you just try talking about or is it not working at all here
1: uh it'll work for a little bit and then i'll just be completely cut out
0: <laughs> well, well we'll find out so far you're talking and just stay stay on we'll ask a question when you start with cutting out that's when we'll you know chop you off all right perfect get you out of here but it's, so far <laughs> it's definitely i mean we can hear you so as long as we can hear you even if you can't hear us we're good um sure. Yeah, all right. Let's get into this. So we have the Rocket League Championship Season Seven. Uh, let's start with the group stages. I want to talk about the format. Um, I know I feel like they're trying to plan it, like create that world, like soccer World Cup, yeah. FIFA World Cup format. Um, do you like it or dislike it? Uh, maybe we'll start with Wabbits and see see how he does talking.
1: <laughs> I good choice. Um, I I kind of enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to watch, but I really don't like the fact that they got rid of the losers um and yeah the the whole fact that they got rid of losers just doesn't make sense um i wasn't really sure how the seeding even worked out honestly things just weren't really uh there for me like a a lot of the things that made sense were just gone in my opinion uh and it it felt kind of like okay these people go up against these people and that's about it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah okay uh combo what are your thoughts
2: Uh, yeah similarly I'm a big fan of it I'm happy that we're similarly I'm a big fan of it but I think there are there are things that I've definitely missed and we were talking a bit about this and where even some of the patrons were uh, lucky enough to chat along Um, but I'm I definitely miss the whole like hey like this team is about to make like a full losers bracket run which is pretty awesome Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm I'm back and forth on whether or not I really am missing that yet because the big argument I'm seeing from a lot of people is that they feel like not every game matters now. Um, whereas then the other opposing argument is like, oh, every game matters because there is a loser's bracket. So, like, I'm back and forth on that. So, like, I remember I even I, I laughed where I was like, they, they said at the end, they're like, oh, like, Renault no Vitality has earned this because they, they're the only team to not lose a single game moving forward. And, like, instantly I kind of laughed and I was like, ah, oh, but they lost to G2 in, uh, on day <laughs> two in the group stage. So, um, i'm ups and downs for sure i think i will be fully sold on the group stage when there's four teams instead of three because three just it it really felt and it it shows in the standings it really felt like we just kind of targeted the the non naeu regions where it's like uh like you aren't gonna be able to beat either of these two teams so bye-bye and um Mm -hmm. like in in total on the day the four teams only had five wins in game wins in total which is is tough so yeah um which, like, mm. so, I don't know, I, I'm back and forth. Like, at least with the loser's bracket run, like, we've seen teams of the Chiefs, then uh, all of a sudden the Chiefs, and then um, now Renegades make these cool, like, win or two in the loser's bracket, but, uh, and I didn't really feel like we had that availability this time around, but uh, so is life, so. Yeah,
0: you know what, this, this I, I think, I'm, I'm with you on that one, I think definitely the plan is to, this feels like a World Cup light when it comes to the format. Like, it, it feels like we're we're just a step before we have 16 teams. Um, I'm hoping they either add regions or add spots, whatever it may be. I, I'm really indifferent as to what they do when it comes to that. Um, here, I think with double elit- elimination tournaments, the problem is, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, I feel... Um, we're, if you're trying to get people who don't normally watch in... A double Elam term it's a lot harder to explain than we're at single Elam at this point. Winner goes through, losers goes out, right? That's the first thing. Because then, then like the the whole like playing of finals and then there's a bracket reset and <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> True, um, the
1: bracket reset is always the confusing part.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's not it's not like the bracket reset is necessarily a bad thing, right? And from a pure I think from a pure, um, who is the better team? Who is the best team in the world? Right? We're trying to get the best of the best. It a double double elimination is definitely better in finding out what the best team in the world is. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, as to the games don't wait. So who who combo when you were saying that the games don't matter? Were you talking about the this format or the previous format?
2: There were arguments both ways. So like people were saying that they the games the games feel like they have less intensity because it's not, it's, it's not a full bracket. Like people felt like they were less invested in a group because it was just a group. Like they're like, ah, oh, this is just like, ah, oh, you didn't win the first one. Great. Win the next one you're in, like you're fine. And, uh, and, um, whereas. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, you know right?
0: what, that point, I think, I think this is where that 16 teams comes in.
2: You got Cause it. Cause then right it's in, like, so... you have
0: three games and mm-hmm. it, and, and it was, we said it normal sports. It creates some really interesting things, Right i completely agree and Um,
2: yeah yeah, that's why and then but then the opposite argument is like oh well in a double limit it's the exact same thing because you lose one you win the rest and you're fine kind of thing and so it's like i don't really know where i fall on that like um i will definitely say i felt personally zero intensity in any of the group stage games I, i don't know why what it was like i i couldn't really figure out why the, literally the only series that I felt some resemblance of intensity was NRG INTZ, because INTZ nearly beat the North American cause yeah, yeah. of NRG, Definitely and that was the only... Like hype, I really felt like I had at all, and otherwise I was just kind of watching. And like, don't get me wrong, like I was pretty hyped when like Rogue beat FCB. I was hyped when G two beat RV, like like those kind of big North American wins. But like, I, I didn't feel as invested as I felt like I normally did in the double limb. But I really don't have a good logical reason as to explain why, which is hard. This
0: this is the one interesting thing I want to talk about. This well, I mean, it's because of the three people. That's what I'm feeling at least, right? Because like, as soon as if you only have to win one game to get through, and you have two chances. The only games that matter are the two bottom teams playing at the end, right? You got it. You got it. Um, but when when you have to win at least two to get through, but even two might not be enough because ma- um, you have to win two series. Sorry, let's let's uh, let's make sure that's good. <laughs> uh, you have to win two series to get through. Um, just in the this game score, right? Um, make it, they'll kind of match it. That'll be interesting. But with rock league not having ties, um, I think it'll get quite. I wonder if they'll do it more GSL style, where it's like winners go up against each other after and losers, or if they do it this way. Because mm. this one kind of felt like points, but there wasn't points. Yep. You know what? I, I, I think we'll have to wait and see. But I, I suppose it would be GSL style. Like, that would make the most sense, right?
1: Yep. The two winners go through. style is it. A really good way to do it, yeah, um, especially because then it adds the the winners and losers' bracket, but it doesn't really give too much. It of, gives a winners and, and losers' usage.
0: bracket for the group stage, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so so I guess it combines like a little bit of um, a little bit of like kind of the net for the better teams to get through, um, but it does provide the intrigue. It's like, oh, because sometimes you you might have to play the same team again, right? Um, I don't know it, it, there's different ways they can do this. Anyway, uh, I think that's enough of that. Is there any other games that stuck out within the group stage, or do we want to move on to the
2: playoffs? I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I, I I said my big two. Should, yeah, you I, said. I about. How
0: how did you think the uh, non-NA or EU teams did overall um, um, in those stages? Yeah,
2: I thought INTZ really showed up uh i was was really happy despite getting through by three owed by psg i still thought they looked really good despite their one like pummeling loss uh i thought they i in my opinion at least looked by far the best out of all of them um and then other than that it may have been ground zero at least for me i think for them it was just more of a surprise at how well i thought they were doing um whereas i thought sadly for me renegades really under showed what i generally expected from them Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was kind of my impression it it for me and i was chatting about this with some of the folks i was watching uh rlcs with i i truthfully and i I hope no one takes us the wrong way because i love that we have all these regions and i hope we continue to add more um i don't think any of these regions are ever going to fully catch up i i'm i i really want them to and i i want to believe that they can but we are just so offset with the production of the NA and EU esports scene, with then the slow addition of the rest of the scenes, that I just don't foresee them catching up to the top eight, top 10, whatever that ends up looking like that we tend to see. Um, and uh, truthfully, so wait, wait, I mean, wait. Re-
0: okay, keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll, I got something in a sec.
2: Yeah, please. So the The only reason I, the only reason, sorry, the only region I see potentially ever catching up is the asian regions purely because of their infrastructure that they allow for coaching building the programs and working towards that which is basically unrivaled in in any other region around the world so uh until that market starts to be built i don't foresee a the question is always like do you think a a sam or an oc team is going to win the world championship anytime soon and i'm definitely a hard no Uh, i don't think they're anywhere close we are still struggling to even win matches on the world stage. They have two, as both regions, obviously this was Sam's first, as a whole region, they only have three series wins on the world stage in total, in the entire RLCS history. Uh, So it it is going to take time, and I don't foresee them really catching up, because we're still seeing a very steady growth of the skill ceiling Uh, And a lot of people are saying that it's slowing down and that more people can catch up. I I disagree. Like, I I still think we see those top five, six teams continue to be top five, six teams. uh, And we will continue to see them to grow. And until there actually is some type of stagnation, I don't foresee those regions really catching up.
0: Yeah. um, I was going to say, like, I kind of feel like this exact conversation, and it's good because you brought up the Asian regions, but in every other esport that's been here to date, um, well, maybe okay. Maybe Cisco Mill is a different story. At least the esports I follow, <laughs> um, Korea has always been that the infrastructure is there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, infrastructure is there, and no one can catch up, right? Um, to your point about Asian regions catching up in Overwatch, right? When Overwatch started, um, everybody thought the North American teams would have an advantage inherently. Because um, a lot of the players came from TF2, mm-hmm. and that game wasn't as popular uh, in Korea—at least not competitively. Um, but within a year or two of domination, like it took a year or two, but then the Korean teams like all caught up, regardless yeah. of skill, regardless of whatever. So I would, I will venture to say any, the only okay here. Here's the only thing. Um, actually, no, maybe they just use mouse and keyboard. So maybe, maybe my point about controller was uh, mute. So uh yeah i would always be afraid of a korean um infiltration and i think it would take a year (laughs) but uh they definitely it definitely happened just because i'm the difference oh do you have something to say
1: yeah but you can uh you can keep yeah
0: you you after here um the the difference is right like korea we're talking about somewhere where people's like sons and daughters are playing games like that people played when they were growing up like that's already a thing there you know what i mean? And that's just not anywhere else in the world isn't doesn't quite happen. So, um, yeah, why well, what what you want to say.
1: Um, I think it really depends on whether or not the game is picked up in uh, in the region because Dota is kind of a prime example for this. Where Interesting, yeah. In League, uh, Korea is pretty strong, right? Like they're a, a fairly strong region. I'm not actually sure. Did flash? <laughs>
0: in league yeah no korea yeah. dominates usually okay. maybe not this year so, yeah. quite as much but but you sure
1: but overall they're like a really strong strong region um but in dota they have never been able to make a presence and they've never really had a team whatsoever even though those games are fairly similar to one another it's just that dota's left uh in the entire region of korea <laughs> and overall sea um but so like what i'm saying is it really depends on whether it's picked up if rocket league is picked up in korea then i could see them being a dominant force just because of all the infrastructure but if it's not then there's a really good chance that nothing comes of it whatsoever
0: listen and we're there talking might be some players oh keep going
1: <laughs> oh no I'm, I'm done there might be some players but that's yeah. that's about it they're not gonna have
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm really curious right if if the like 14 hours a day attitude grinding like meticulous they have, like, three coaches just figuring out the optimal way to get their players up to speed. If that if that would work. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. I, I Combo, going back to your points, because <laughs> I feel like we ran away from them. <laughs> um, the, you know, the, the hope is that the infrastructure could build. South America has always been an interesting one. Because I feel like they're surprisingly, a lot of their tournaments and a lot of what they do is, is actually very popular. Mm -hmm. um like they'll get a lot of viewership from those regions um and like if you do a south american tournament like you can actually get a lot of viewers because i i think esports is popular but they haven't ever had the the professional like the actual top end infrastructure to kind of catch up to the popularity of the of the uh of the games there um yeah okay Yeah, i get that all right let's let's move on uh the quarterfinals Energy uh, versus Renault Vitality. Um, this is where the, I suppose, the monster that was uh, RV or was going to be RV really started to roll. Um, does this surprise you, uh, Wabbits, as the Energy fanboy? Uh,
1: it did, um, but this is kind of like a matchup of giants where you're kind of you're expecting it to happen no matter what's what's uh, coming, like what the bracket's looking like. Even if they're on opposite sides, you're expecting them to meet in, in grands. to be honest. Um, but seeing them meet in quarterfinals was just a insane way to start this bracket.
0: Wait, wait, you're <laughs> saying NRG would have went through the other side of the bracket? Is that what you're telling me?
1: I'm saying there's definitely a chance. Okay. A really good okay. chance.
0: <laughs> and then they lost in semis. Or no, they lose in finals and not get first again.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <all> yep. <right. laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's fully what I was expecting, and the entire reason I didn't choose them for uh, for my prediction. <laughs> gotcha.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Um, I I would like to say combo. I, I know you probably watch more RV than you've ever liked to in your life. <laughs> uh,
2: I love watching them. They're they're super fun to watch. You just don't like, like cheering for them, right? Well, no, trust me, there are nothing to, like, I don't like caring for Dignitas, like, I don't like caring for teams, <laughs> I, I have a lot of respect for RV, specifically just because I, I love K-Dop, and I love the very K-Dop combo, like, I feel like I've generally talked quite highly of them, at least on this podcast, gotcha. um, I just dislike killer um, in general, <laughs> but, um, no, no, no I, I do have a lot of respect for them as, as a team, I love their playstyle, it's, it's very similar to how I try to coach my teams, so, how they play.
0: Um, did you see any weaknesses at all in this game?
2: In NRG RV,
0: in, in in RV, yeah, in RV in general.
2: Oh, um, yeah, their weakness generally comes from physicality, uh, and we were we we're talking quite a bit about that as well in the, in the group chat. It's overwhelming in physicality because they are being a team of of mostly ones players. Um, their strategy is to a, a very big part of being a strong ones player is allowing the opponent to make the first mistake. Right, that that is a massive part about being a strong ones player, and in doing so, the their team loves to sit back, and we really saw that in in the the playoff rounds and throughout the the bracket. Of like, they would happily sit back, win the game two one, win the game three three one three two, win the game one nothing, um, and they would not overwhelm. They would not rush pressure. Like basically, the virtual opposite of what we were seeing G two do throughout the entirety of the the tournament was is this, this pure overwhelming tons of in uh, infield passing just let's take as much boost be as physical and, and really break down the defense as much as possible so a team like g2 is in my opinion built to be, break down the rv mentality and and you really saw that on day two when they, yeah they played I,
0: the- I, i'm just gonna halt you there i kind of want to bring this discussion to when we talk about finals mm-hmm.
2: um, uh, so that's what i was just trying to say is like with where their weaknesses is is that they played nrg who is not the overwhelming type they are very much the score on the rush type and that does not work against a team like RV, and same once we get talking about the the semis, you see similar kind of mentalities when it comes to, to playing other against other rush teams like Cloud9. So, gotcha. Um,
0: yeah. Speaking of Cloud9, perfect transition. Uh, Cloud9 <coughs> versus Barcelona. Are we surprised how uh, cleanly uh, Cloud9 went through Barcelona? Although the games were quite close, but...
2: Super close series. The series easily could have went the other way, uh, in my opinion. But uh, no, I wasn't surprised. I didn't think FCB looked that great uh, on on day one and uh, at all in their two matches uh I, especially losing to rogue who that was two of their players first times ever playing on a world stage land environment um and i like to I say that i actually really like fcb they're they're definitely up there for eu teams i really enjoy watching um but i wasn't overly surprised seeing uh, them come in it was just a big question on if squishy was going to be healthy or not coming into the playoffs because of the whole bladder infection thing that had come out
0: yeah, that that was a big thing, um, and what the, was well, the TSM joke that like I want the mm-hmm. antibiotics that Squishy's taking? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but overall, um, yeah, Cloud9 kind of so far after that game, you're like, okay, they will do pretty well. It'll be an interesting series against RV. More to come on that later. Um, and then let's move it over to my boys. All right, G two. All right, beating out PSG. Although I have to say throughout this game. Uh, as the uh, tide turned, right? They won the first two. Sorry, for the series. All right, let's keep this. Let's keep this on track. Um, it's it's hard because I feel like, you know, <laughs> I have to like think about it. Anyway, so the first two games in the series, um, G two is just killing it. All right, um, but then, you know, PSG ma- manages to take another two, and and all of a sudden that like meme about like SpongeBob, you know, that SpongeBob meme, mm-hmm. where it's like, for G two, it's like. No G two on like online play and it's like ripped and then like G two like qualifiers and it's like a little less ripped and then it's, like G two at land it's like just normal SpongeBob. Um, so that's that's what I thought was about to happen <laughs> coming into that last game, um, but they were able to beat them out. Um, you know I'm I'm a I feel like unless Wabbit says anything to say to this I, mean, I think I'm just gonna keep going on because I do want to talk about. I feel like there's a lot I want to talk about RV and G two, but I'm gonna wait till the finals till till we get there. So we good to okay. keep going? Yep, let's go. All right, uh, Rogue. Hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rogue. Uh, Rogue taking a three one against Triple Trouble. Although I mean, given it was Triple Trouble, I wasn't too surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Rogue did go out first in their group. Um, and they were the lowest ranked NA team. Uh. Any any surprises that you that Rogue made it through the semis?
1: Uh the fact that Rogue made it through the semis, yes. The fact that they beat Triple Trouble, I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> like Triple is a really strong team, but Rogue was just looking so on point. Uh honestly everybody on the team was playing really well. Um, so I think that was like see if you saw that saw the play, it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Triple Trouble, I like Again, I find them a rather underwhelming team um i i also kind of felt my, felt myself biasly disliking them after the their um tadpole sisters interview on day two uh mm-hmm. where she made a comment after they beat loki of being like oh well like i was pissed at the boys because like they obviously should have won that first series against cloud nine and move on and I, and, and I kind of laughed and i was like in what world are you not even <laughs> that i'm a cloud nine fan not even that they're arguably a They are now let's say I can actually not even argue, they are objectively a top fourteen in the world right now. They are they are the reigning world champions, and (laughs) you're going to say that an RLRS team that has made their way into the world championships as the fourth seed from Europe should have beat Cloud9. Lord at that um, and don't get me wrong I love the the hype from like the sister and like all this kind of stuff and like and if you actually go walk back and watch their series like they played really well in game one they snuck out an, an overtime win that they should have not won in the first one because there was a couple open net misses from Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine dominated them in, Cloud- in game two uh, and went on. So, I I, anyways, I was pretty underwhelmed with Triple Trouble. I thought Rogue was looking phenomenal. I actually thought it was going to be a sweep, so I, I was happy regardless to see Triple Trouble take a game because they seem to be a pretty emotional team, and I'm I'm happy to know that they at least won a game in the, the playoffs.
0: Yeah did you um, did you see Rogue? Did you foresee Rogue doing this well though? Because, like, I mean, when you look at their competition, I mean, the only the only big upset I would feel maybe would be Barcelona, mm-hmm. right? But, like, at least from what I saw in league play, like, I wasn't... Maybe maybe it's because I'm not matching up how well NA is, you know, coming into the Worlds this year. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing indicating to me, like, oh, Rogue's going to be a semis team. And, I, I like, I feel like they, much, they had a little bit of strength of um, schedule, as some would say. Um, mm-hmm. Like, their bracket was a little bit easier. But, like, I wouldn't imagine them hitting semis. Did you... See that's surprising.
2: I was yeah, I was I was I if you asked me like let's say a month ago, I would have been surprised. Um but I will say in every performance since the last 2 weeks of league play, Rogue has consistently looked better and better and better and better. And I that, I think that really does come down to the the veteran leadership of having someone like Kronovi on that team, because, and I, I remember even hearing comments after day one and two, because Kronovi he didn't even score in the first series uh, against uh, against FCB, um, and people were like, "Oh, like Crow's washed up," like instantly with the what? hate as, this is, as Rocket oh League fans goodness. do. Oh, it's well,
0: ridiculous. that's
2: esports. That's esports at its core. But it will also um, like, and, and I've
0: said this before. I think our community, like the Rocket League one, it's like I've I've got a really used to toxic behavior. But I think there's definitely a difference in, like, someone being toxic when they're 25 or older and someone being toxic when they're 16. I don't yeah. know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I I was not shocked. I wouldn't say shocked or surprised that they made it as far as they did. Um, I was proud and happy to see that Kronovi was doing what he could for that team. I did not think they had a chance against G two going to semifinals, and we will talk. We obviously we'll get to talk about that. Um, but they they broke every expectation I think that team probably had for themselves as of week one of RLCS league play, um, and they they really should all three of them leave very very proud of themselves uh, because they looked stellar, so composed, so well done. And again, like it really did show. It was basically a battle of rookies, right, between Triple Trouble and Rogue. Um, mm-hmm. And it just so happened that one team had the veteran leadership um, that the others didn't. And I think that really did show in, in that series. Yeah, if, it was a rather mm-hmm. close series, right, of being able to stay composed, in that is really important. Go ahead. Though. Sorry.
0: Yeah, if you're Rogue, you're definitely going heads heads high. Like this is no one expected you to be this far, and mm-hmm. you took uh, a nice chunk of change with you, um, forty grand. So put that three ways or whatever your contract says i don't know uh, <laughs> um but regardless no that's that they definitely um i think overperformed shall we say or over at least over definitely overperformed okay. but like overproduced I feel feels the right over- word
2: overachieved yeah. overachieved
0: all, all all those things all right uh let, let's get right into it actually g2 and es- esports and rogue we'll go, we'll go from lower it up here um for nothing uh <laughs> Listen, yep. I the whole okay the whole tournament I'm following G2, I'm cheering okay, they beat RV which is phenomenal all right, that that was probably one of one of the most hyped games from the group stage, they beat PSG in a, a close one and then they just stomp for them like are they are they gonna do it, um, yeah so uh, <laughs> I don't uh, any any thoughts on this series, or
1: uh... uh it was it was a really good series. Until it was fun to watch, it was kind of devastating because I was cheering for Rogue because like you um, want to make I, sure G two lose. No, I knew that G two would win. Like I, I, knew going in that G two was like easily the favorite. There's no way that Rogue really has a chance. But I wanted Rogue to win because like I love Crow and I've loved Crow oh, for so true. long. Yeah, <laughs> he was the first streamer in Rocket League that I watched. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so I was I don't know just a little bit of attachment, and uh, I was I was really happy that Rogue made it that far, but. I wanted I wanted to see see like some games out of it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I like I start watching and I'm like oh this this I might be right I might they G2 might win it because like when I saw them playing that well especially those last couple games I was getting excited anyway uh mm-hmm. then we had RV cloud 9 uh combo what were wrong here for cloud nine
2: um, it was it was truthfully the the styles it's it's your kind of classic rock paper scissors. I also speaking of just like being annoyed with people's comments. I remember uh, I had messaged Jair actually laughing because Gib at the end of the um, at the end of the Cloud Nine series when they had moved sorry no at the end of the RV series uh, they they had made a comment uh, against Energy they Gibb it, Gibbs has made a comment sorry saying how oh Energy uh, is always Cloud 9s kryptonite. And so now, Cloud9 should have an easy path to the finals. And I remember like bursting out laughing, and I was like, "This is arguably one of the best teams in like, talent-wise in Rocket League history." And you're gonna have to say that Cloud9 has an easy route to the finals. <laughs> like I remember laughing at that. Uh, I mean, to so to I that thought,
0: logic, RV's Kryptonite is Dignitas, so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and
2: uh, i don't think any more at all i don't think vitality is looking like an absolute top tier team without any kryptonite but uh yeah for sure but uh anyways with that one it it really does come down to that like cloud nine is not a pressure team like you don't often see them score from pressure you don't often see them score from any type of like yes the physicality but it's generally on the rush like if maybe they miss a pass or a shot and one player is deep and they'll they'll take someone on the way um they're such a breakout team that they focus like their transitions are, are I think, and again, bias, but I think they are the fastest in, in Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hands down, where it goes from you see Torment making a save, booming it to the corners, to somehow Gimmick being upside down, booming it out to Squishy, who's already up at the ceiling, to pass it back down to an already breaking out Torment, to, to boom it top left. It's it's crazy how fast that they can turn those plays around. And when you meet this unstoppable, sorry, unmovable force of vitality where they somehow always have a third man back they never overcommit they never throw themselves too deep which is the exact flaw that cloud 9 will break down you cloud 9 I think they they needed to adapt and they did not uh, and it it really did show throughout I will say I thought they actually looked better as the series went on, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that Game Three was pretty pretty devastating for them. Like I, I remember, it started they started pretty early and doing quite well um, early on, and then uh, once the second goal went in, you could kind of see the the demoralization, and they stopped going for the. the the, the physicality and this changing of their play style, um, and I'm just gonna comment that I think this harps back to the need of coaches uh, and the the idea that you should be allowed as a coach to talk between games, um, which I I'd brought up previously. I think between but games,
0: yeah, that makes that makes
2: sense. 100. So that's what like CSGO does, right? Like you can talk mm-hmm. between your rounds. And uh, I I remember there was a tweet that we chatted about I think weeks ago uh, on whether or not coaches should be allowed to talk between games, and like I totally think they should be. Like like that that is so relevant to me because. The, like, the even, it, it is like, even it's a minute
0: you know what i mean like it's sixty mm-hmm.
2: seconds that's all you get, right yeah. so it's like three players like you you stop talking you listen to your coach basically yell in your ears about what you need to do and now you go out and try to execute right that like that at its core that that's that's real sports as well right you play you play hockey when you come for your your intermissions between the first and second and second and third your coach yells at you for 10 minutes straight and then you go back out there and actually try to execute what he wants right this is uh, legit
0: the one-to-one to uh ufc <laughs> Because you, yeah, you go five yeah, minutes you out, you get the one-minute
2: break. <laughs> you got it, right? Or like you you look at basketball in between quarters, right? Yeah, like they, 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 everything, right? And so I, I hope we move in that direction anyways. Discussion for another day. But yeah, for me, it really came down to Cloud9's style, not like RV style is perfect counter against Cloud9's. And they just did not adapt, which is, I don't know if that's something Cloud9's good at. We haven't really seen them have to test that. And this was kind of their first big test of having to adapt, and it did not work, so...
0: All right. Okay. Um, so, you have
1: someone? Yep, I do. So, I completely agree with you that the uh, Cloud9 got shut down because RV is such a gifted uh, defensive team that just is a wall that you cannot break. Um, but I entirely believe that the only reason RV won is because of kickoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I went through it and I can't remember if this includes the last game, but I think it might. Um, RV had a total of Uh, what is it eight goals and one of them was not kickoff Mm -hmm. uh so i don't know what happened there and how this all or how it all came out and i don't know what cloud nine could have done to to stop that but the fact that rv's only goals were from the first i think 10 seconds of uh every kickoff was just shocking to me
2: (laughs) perks of playing one's mains i guess right
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah um i was also gonna yeah i was gonna actually bring up um was this the game i think this was game one and two of the series here uh those endings was that was this, oh God, this yes, series yes. yeah my <laughs> heart
2: r- reaching out of my body yeah. i
0: jump like i i physically i was jumping same jumping I was up and down <laughs> because i think i think the ball was in the air for, and it like right in front of the net for like a full 10 to 15 seconds
2: it was it was crazy yep and it, I think what blew my mind is, like RV's panic D uh, that you see in every other team is this <laughs> such systematic one at a time hurl yourself at the ball kind of panic D, and it, like there is no other team that can replicate that, right? Like G2, I think has phenomenal panic D, and and if you really want to see good examples of it, um, of just good panic D in general, go watch the 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 grand finals of this because those are two of the hands down the best panic D teams on the planet. But the it is it was absolutely gut wrenching to see scrub fly across and make another goal line save and then fairy come <laughs> from the top of the net and then out and make another goal line save and then Kate up win a fifty that pops at the ball and still not the ball not going in it was it was crazy to watch.
1: Uh, this was, was this the. Uh the set where i was like man that d or that defense and then you and Pierre both said uh it's goaltending
2: <laughs> yeah where... yeah you like, you said rv <laughs> has like the best defense and i was like lol I'm like they're not really like because i think it was game two where cloud nine finally did kind of start to break out just a little bit more um and i was like rv is not playing defense right now they are playing <laughs> three goalies and succeeding <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny that's a good comment
0: all right um also, another thing I wanted, because you were saying about space, like that Cloud9 was giving them a lot of space, and just going back to that, I wonder what you think, Combo, of, um, like, whenever we see RV struggle, it's because there's, there's like, they're putting that pressure, but I think the, because there's so many ONCE players, like, given the space, they're able to use that, actually use that ONCE talent, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like yeah.
2: like when you have two guys sitting back, and I I thought I, I thought there was a lot of discussion on who should have won the VP, but I thought Scrub was really deserving, um because Scrub was the only player on their team that would solo like like single handedly beat all three defenders from his own end and not score, but just kill a full 30 seconds of him absolutely dangling, flicking, doing whatever he needs to do to get by to maybe three defenders half the time when he'd be leaving the zone purely because like that is just how talented that kid is. And, and you see the same from like, Fairy or KDOT. Both of them are, are incredibly talented when it comes to doing things like that, but no other players or team can do it. Like, it is it is such a unique play style, and um, that was kind of the thing that was thrown at, at Cloud9 when they won uh, when they won their first stream hack and, and and as they kind of rose to fame was that their passing and their breakouts were revolutionary to the game and this kind of new meta that now you're starting to see a lot of other teams start to pick up. I think RV is trying to set a new meta right now where it's this we're actually playing a 1-2 instead of a 2-1 and we will happily have two guys sitting back and one kind of playing that defensive mid who yes he'll be there for a pass if necessary for for a nice quick goal but like if if you're talented enough to beat two of the world's best players and by yourself then do it right and like that drastically changes the meta of how defense has to work in this game
0: yeah actually in that vein um i want to say i think in some ways like the amount of calculated risk that's being taken changes depending on these metas right um, like I feel like, if you. Cloud nine is one of they were criticized a lot because they would go for like these redirects or like these more elaborate plays, right? Um, I think the reason people would criticize them is because like if they're punished or if they do something like just slightly off, then they get scored on. Correct me if I'm wrong here, combo. <laughs> no, I agree with uh, you. And um, and so like I I think a lot of times is as styles change and as the reason there are these style matchups is because some teams are like willing to, because they're so confident in their one-on-one ability, they're more willing to take risks as opposed to other teams who might be like, okay, we you know we just got to play straightforward. Um, with that in mind, let's go into the finals um, because I would like to say G2, the, there was a joke on Twitter. Um, I believe it was Rizzo uh, demos and then, I don't know if it was JNUPS passes to Chicago or Chicago passes to Jane Ups, Uh, and then they score, and they shoot. But they scored so many goals using a simple strategy of the pass <laughs> to the shot, and it's, it's so difficult, because I think I think a lot of times in the Rocket League, we've gotten really good at, um, like if there's a, especially top players, right? If there's a standard shot on net like they're usually just being saved, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like, any anything that's going from, we'll say like halfway out or whatever it is, is probably being saved. It's being shot directly in there with no tip or any, no distraction, no nothing. Right. Um, But this like quick pass into a shot was just something that G2 did over and over and over again. And that's what got him here. And even in this series with RV in the finals, um, I would see it constantly. Like whenever they were losing or whenever they needed to like do something, like if they got that past a shot, that's when they were scoring. It was like almost guaranteed. Um, So yeah, Wabits, I don't know if you want to talk to that a bit.
1: Um, there is something that I want to bring up that Combo actually said, but I can't quite remember. Oh boy! I think Combo's going to talk about it. Okay,
0: Combo, <laughs> you talk about it then. I I don't know what he means. What?
1: Oh, uh, I I don't know. You said it uh, while while we were watching. Um, about it was
0: about G 2s play or RV?
1: Yeah, G 2s uh, I don't
0: know. Here, how about if 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 okay. we'll have Combo talk about what they thought, what he thought of this series, and maybe Wabbits. Mm-hmm. If you, as soon as you get it, you just step right in. Okay, if you okay think of it.
2: Mm-hmm. um man what a series if I can like yeah just geez. very simple um <laughs> the I know crowd everything yeah I know it was 4-1 but oh my god what a series I uh I remember I wrote in our like discord chat just so I remember because um, I was gonna make notes on all the games but I stopped because it was just such a good series um but game one um I remember writing down that it was hands down the best game in RLCS history if, if anyone watches any VOD of any World Championship of the last seven, that single game, in my opinion, was the best game because the intensity was next level. The crowd was next level, chanting, screaming, freaking out. Um, one of my friends was there, and he was literally messaging me at the end of the game, being like, I can't breathe. Like The crowd is freaking <laughs> out. Like, we're all jumping around. Um, you had a four-minute overtime. Like it, it was everything you want from two absolute giants battling in the Grand Finals, um, and I was really hoping that would continue, and don't get me wrong, the games did stay close and it really went on. Every
0: but- game, except you- for Game 2 in the series, was off by one goal. Like, that was the you difference. Yeah.
2: You um, and I will say, regardless, I really did feel G two start to slip more and more each game because you, as a team, like your your mentality probably just becomes okay. Like, what what do we need to do differently? And as they're trying different things, they're allowing more goals, they're they're making more mistakes, or little things like that. Um, and especially when G two won Game four, um, I actually it's funny. I thought that was the game they deserved the least. Um, <laughs> I thought, I did not think they looked that great. I really think they deserved Game one. I, I think they actually did break down.
0: Yeah, no, Game 1, I I I agree with that too, actually.
2: I think that series, and I also think the series would have been very different if they won Game 1. I still think RV would have won. They were on such an absolute dominating role that they only seemed to be getting better. But it definitely could have been a different series score. And for all we know, maybe G2 could have pulled out the, the actual series win. Um, but I do think Game 1 should have went to G2. Game 2 started, in my opinion, by going to G2. And RV took a stranglehold right away. And it only got worse from there. So the fact that they did sneak out a win made me happy. Like, getting a sweep in the Grand Finals would be awful. Um, but the I think the, the, the main thing that I really do see between these two teams, and this is what I was talking about with panic defense, is that... Both teams are have arguably the best goaltenders in the world. They are phenomenal at this last second, this this last minute. D like when when G two is actually in good rotation and knowing what they're doing on defense, they are not. You cannot score on them. When RV is on defense and know what they're doing and in rotation, you cannot score on them. The difference is when G two gets uh, when they overcommit or if they make little mistakes on offense or in the midfield, RV will always score like they they do not miss those opportunities whereas rv does not make those mistakes because they never overcommit, they never overstretch they don't ever allow that like and you can see right away in in the actual game scores of like yes every game was only one goal game other than one but g2 never could pump out more than two goals when they finished league play with an average of three and a half goals per game uh when they were (laughs) playing and and that really shows the difference and i think they finished the group stage with exactly three goals per game um and so it, they are one of the most offensive powerhouse teams on the planet, and they could not produce against a team like this. And you saw the exact same thing with Cloud9. Cloud9 is often t- talked about as one of the best offensive teams in the world. They scored twice in four games. So that just shows you the the, the prowess of this, this RV defense. And if they can manage to uphold this and continue doing this, they are the new dynasty, hands down, of, of Rocket League. They will continue to, to be this new dynasty if they can continue to, to withstand the, the pressure that teams will put on them forward
1: i just want to yeah. say Incredible what do you period. mean new dynasty this is the kdop dynasty and it has been for many years oh!
2: <laughs> um K- K- kdop once again solidifies himself as the greatest player in rocket league history he is yep. i remember seeing a top 10 list um going into 2017 and he topped out that list um we are now midway through 2019 and he is still topping out any list that one makes he is yep. hands down the greatest person to ever pick up the sticks and play rocket league And uh, a lot of people said he was snubbed of the the MVP, but I think the difference is that he's just not an MVP player. He will literally pick up any team he wants, whether it's Mocket, whether it's Dignitas, whether it's RV, and he will always... this This was his fifth straight finals appearance. This is his third World Championship victory. There's only been seven World Championships. He's almost won half of them, and he has been in five of them. That is crazy to think about, and he has switched rosters so many times throughout that. Yet he still produces this quality. There is no one that can touch him as the the greatest player of all time.
0: You've you know what you've convinced me. I was I wasn't gonna I was gonna bring up Turbo just for a second, but like mm-hmm. you you were t- the more you talk, the more I'm like you know what.
2: I think you're right <laughs> um, it's the there's a there's an Instagram account called rocket daily and I, I do really like a lot of their their, their okay. content and um, they posted on their story today they did, did like a Q&;A and someone was like who's the, the best player in the world and the, the, the guy's answer was for na it's squishy and for EU it's turbo and I remember sending it to the, like the Brock team on Instagram and I was like this guy could not be more wrong right now and we got into it like <laughs> squishy definitely not like, like I'm a squishy fanboy and he's listen no, no, not no. the best player in cause... na mm-hmm. um, but Turbo, yes, there's an argument for. I still don't think he nearly touches what Kadop has done. If you want any more proof, look at Turbo Pulse's, um career winnings on his Liquipedia page, and look at Kadoff's career winnings on his Liquipedia page. No one, no one is close to KDOP for career winnings. It is crazy how much money that man has made. Uh, I will give you an actual number right now, because I'm actually curious, uh, according to Liquipedia. Um, his career winnings are $300,000 right now. Uh, that is more than the prize pool. The, sorry, the, the first place prize pool for this past world championship. And no one is near him on that. And he consistently produces incredible Rocket League so yeah
0: um I will say um for whoever does run that account like he gave the who's the if I were to say like who's the most I don't know I wouldn't say like popular but maybe like most um talked about talked about like like almost like if you were to say like who represents this region like who would people Mm -hmm. um like you say that region like i think a lot of people would say turbo for euro and then na they would say squish is this is like this is not necessarily the most like known player but like if you want to start by like knowing like start knowing about the scene like probably check out what these two people have done you know what i mean yeah i
2: agree the for me like i still think so the the question the wording of it was who's the best player of all time and he said na squishy eu turbo and so we got in a pretty long discussion i'm actually curious about your two both your opinions because you both have varying um degrees of how long you've been watching the the pro scene i've been watching since before RLCS Season 1, like I was watching when Major League Gaming was still running competitions. Um, MLG! If I had to pick my, my two, and I, this is such a good debate, I love hearing people's opinions, I will, I will openly say, I think Kronovi is the greatest player of all time in NA, um, purely for his impact and what he has done for this game, and the fact that he's the only player from before RLCS that still continues to uphold a very, very top tier talent. Um, whereas you look at so even his teammates like from his season one world championship victory is over zero who's now retired tried to come back was not good and retired again um, and LaCinio, who is we've talked about a lot who is now doing real estate um, now we've been
0: Lachinio it's <laughs> fine
2: um, <laughs> so you got it so so the shows you there and but he's the only one who's continued with that and then Kadoff is for, for eu by far and uh i think it, it really does come down to what what is quote your best is what you define because like i think the most talented player in the world is different than like the greatest player of the world versus like the greatest influence in the world little things like that right so um yeah i'm curious what you your two guys are i know this is a bit of a derail but i'm I'm really no no no, it's good we'll get
0: back to the finals in a sec i I like it wow it's what what are you thinking
1: i have absolutely no idea um (laughs) (laughs) like there's so many so many possibilities of people who are just like incredible um Mm -hmm. and like saying even the best on the team like the uh, given any team is kind of hard. <laughs> like, I was I was thinking about Crow, but I was also thinking about Justin, and then I was also thinking about Torment. I, I have no idea for NA, <laughs> and then for uh, for EU, that's just a completely different thing that I don't think I know enough. But <laughs> if you want to like it, with EU, it's so split between ones and threes because with ones you you're gonna say Fairy Peak. But then you also have uh, people like flakes and you have people like uh Scrub.
2: I would where... say Scrub over Fairy Peak for sure for me.
1: Exactly. Uh but then for threes, then it's just Fairy Peaks almost non-existent in that uh in that thing. But then you have K-Dop, you have um Turbo, you have so many other options Are just I I can't even think of everybody that I want to think about.
2: <laughs> All right. Break it down. Who who's your top two then? Give it to us.
1: Top okay. Um because I love him. I'm saying Crow for NA. Just completely personal reasons. I have no reason uh, other than what you've said and that he has been probably my favorite player uh, for the entire duration. (laughs) Like, I always kind of go and look for him um, on a team and I watch that team and I always cheer for that team just because it's Crow. Um, And then for... uh, Oh, man, for you. Uh, Goat is definitely kdop
2: um but number one i want to come back to it
0: (laughs) all right um let's hear it flash all right uh so greatest of all time okay in na you know what i will go with squishy okay and I know I've... This is the problem. If you ask me, like, see, end of Season 6, that end of that tournament, who the best player in NA was, I would tell you Torment. Because that was a breakout tournament for him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like, one, I don't watch probably enough Kronovi, right? To uh, to fully probably appreciate him. Um, but I will say there's something... Like, there's something about the mechanical things that Squishy is able to pull off, plus the kind of leadership or, like, the kind of more central role he plays now on his team and the consistency that they've kind of found in the last little bit that has made me feel more and more like this. Like, imagine if Cloud9 won this tournament. Like, I, I don't think there'd be any doubt in my mind. Like, that it had to be... Because torment and Gimmick are really good players, but I don't think that team functions the same way without Squishy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I think he's the base of that team, so I I would have to go. It feels like a very generic answer, but like I feel like my justification is that like I I see him do things in the game that are just like blow my mind, and then you're like I like how do you even think of that at that moment with that angle, mm-hmm. like that double touch, like what's that? Um, yeah, that was nuts. That was absolutely nuts, and like it's nothing anyway. Um, <laughs> for EU, um. See, this is a, this is a tough thing, right? Because people like when I think go accomplishments for me are really big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for me personally, coming from soccer, like I will take Pele over Maradona every day because he achieved a lot more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Although he was sitting on the bench on that third, whatever. Um, <laughs> like in some some cases, Ronaldo, like the Brazilian Ronaldo, was better. Than, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh no but anyway that can be a thing but um like if K wins another tournament is he just like is he just the Wayne Gretzky of Rock League is that just, I just
2: this is verbatim the 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 term I used to describe him <laughs> when I was when I was talking to him with the guys
0: like it's it's you know what and like his play you know what he reminds me of he there's this moment in Rock League when I'm playing sometimes and I'm like I see a goal. <laughs>
2: compares himself to get up no no, 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 no. i see <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: the speed of the game is like you know a hundredth slower all right whatever whatever it is but <laughs> I, you you see the goal almost like 10 seconds like you know they call it the zone but like my point is the prediction is like 10 seconds ahead you've already like your mind already thinks of what you're doing and where the ball is going to be and what the plan is mm-hmm. and like 10 seconds before the goal happens you see it I think if you're described KDOP's play, it's exactly that. It's just continuously throughout the game, his movement, his awareness, and what he's about to do, like he already sees into the future almost. Does that make sense? I think it's really sick, because I don't see anything that's too crazy flashing mechanically from him. Mm-hmm. I, I you see that too. But like compar relative to these other like crazy players, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy mechanical players, but then you'll be like, "Oh no, he predict he dunked on him. And he just predicted like where that, guy- that guy's pass was going to be. He's really quick from here to here, right?" Um, I think I think it's just like a level of knowledge within the game that just makes him be that good. So I feel like that was a very long winded way of saying that. Uh, goat. I do I do think he's goat. <laughs> yeah, and especially I think one more tournament. I agree. Just because just because Turbo has the three as well
2: if if he can if he can successfully solidify for me and not even winning if he can somehow pull off six grand finals appearances in a row oh. that there is no way you can debate that he is not the greatest player oh i don't time. even need him to if win had...
0: this year or next year i just need him to win like one or two more one more yeah <laughs> like, just
2: think about the, the ramifications of that if if by the end of our lcs season 8 regardless if he wins or not uh actually no let's say he wins if he wins rlcs season eight that means he has been in three quarters of the grand finals of rlcs world championship and he mm-hmm. has won half of them
1: yep <laughs> which just that that should never like that's insane <laughs> looking at those numbers you can't
2: can't deny. Even now fear.
0: now <clears throat> <clears throat> i i heard in the uh, there was a certain person that uh, brought this up uh, I oh will God. not. I will not no, what, name no, them. We're not talking about
1: this. So no. What I, was saying, I No, no. no ooh,
0: I, I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to say who it was. All right.
1: We're not. We're not talking about this. So. I, I do want to talk about, about this. G2? No, because
0: <laughs> I want to actually hear what Combo has to say about this. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> um. So Combo.
2: Okay.
0: There's a certain person um, that brought up that uh, the there's some 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 games you you would see K-Dop occasionally miss the ball. Mm-hmm. um but it worked work out to rv's favor and um i don't think the assumption is that like this was necessarily on purpose right um mm-hmm. but when we think of consistency we think of players always almost like getting to that ball so do you have any explanation as to why this could have been especially in that final series
2: uh i don't know I have truthfully none other than potentially just the the, the classic nerves. I like you can kind of watch him. He's by far the most emotional person on that team. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if despite being there as much as he is, he still gets the nerves. Like he, he seems like a, a very like headstrong, but still like emotional and like constantly thinking kind of player. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's the like, like one, like let's not forget how much money's on the line when like when they're playing. Mm-hmm. let alone the titles, the fame, whatever comes with that. But um, I, I truthfully just wouldn't be surprised if it's nerves. Like I agree, I don't think uh, like he he did whiff a decent amount. But you even look at someone like Jay naps like Jay naps has been in the scene since the beginning. Jay Abs also whiffed.
0: Quite yeah, a no, nobody, nobody's months, right? definitely uh, perfect,
2: you, you know. Got it, right. So um, I yeah, I don't think there's any super interesting underlying reason as to the further makes him the goat kind of thing. But um, he, I, I think more or less is probably just nerves that that really does come with that. Yeah, I so, was.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have I When I brought this up, I was. Uh, I oh, was you're thinking, gonna reveal like, yourself! Wow. When I brought it up, I was basically just like watching the games, and I was being like, "Does I think I had messages to flash?" Um, and was like, "Does Kedap look really nervous to you?" Uh, because he was just missing a lot of balls. I think I I planned to go through and count them, but I haven't done that yet. <laughs> um, but it a lot of them did end up being really good for RV because there was always a teammate behind, and then he would end up on the wall. And then he would just redirect to somewhere that was that was useful, um, and I think it, I think I saw three of them that led directly to goals. <laughs> um, so I was really wondering about that, but
2: it could be call-offs too right like it could be in comms of uh, like as he's up something like scrub is yelling i'm under you i'm under you and it's this quick kind of like yeah. just keep boosting by kind of thing like like as much as not intentional it could be adaptiveness for all we know right just to like, give him maybe more credit
1: <laughs> so i wanted to go through it look at it a little bit more but now flash hasn't given me that opportunity uh, it's
2: okay i think
0: i brought up in a very organic uh
1: kind of way oh, yeah. anyway it, it worked it was, it was good um,
0: yeah uh this series definitely go watch the series whatever you know if there's one there's a lot of hype series throughout the thing um oh yeah before we move on because i I was ready to move on but then i thought like i i did say we were going to talk about this earlier um why was it that you think uh in groups g2 was able to pull off the victory and then they had they weren't able quite like what was the difference between the series at least from what you felt
1: Hmm. um uh In my opinion, um, it is probably down to nerves of the finals. Um, Amazingly, Scrub Killer, being as young as he was and the and the rookie, um, did not actually look nervous. He looked pretty uh, talkative and really like you know outgoing. I I mean, did you
0: remember in um, what was that tournament? Was it there's two there's been two DreamHacks right Mm -hmm. since (laughs) since the last finals. In the first Dreamhack, hack they did to make it to the finals against Dignitas, so he's already been on stage in a finals before.
1: True. But this was the the you know the first one for uh, RLCS. <laughs> um, no, no
0: regardless, I'm just saying that there there is some precedent to him being more comfortable with those nerves, right?
1: So that, that that's that's actually really fair. But he he was definitely like, you know, bringing down the nerves on his team, joking, being pretty, pretty fun and talkative. And then I think the second main thing was game one. <laughs> uh so in the group stages uh g2 won game one and in this one uh rv one game one and i think that might honestly be one of the main reasons that um hmm. like the uh what is it yeah no mentality. i can see that they, the uh there's, there's a specific word i'm looking for here but i can't think of it momentum <laughs> that's the one <laughs> yeah they just had momentum and they kept it and that was like it, it's just so hard to come back from a loss pretty much
0: especially one that was like they were up too right if i remember correctly
1: mm. yep
0: they were up two nothing in that game rv ties it up it was It'd it was it a zero second time. was that the zero second goal it was oh uh, um, okay and then they it lose yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that can definitely right. play with
1: you uh both of them were overtimes
0: yeah i think that one specifically though that one was yes that was a zero second goal
1: that was a zero second oh goal that tied it up yep to yep. tie yep. it
0: up into overtime <clears throat> a hundred percent all right yeah uh combo you got anything more to add
2: nope I covered You're well. good.
0: okay um last thing uh, it's been, it's been a good episode i feel like we've had some interesting discussion um
2: hope you like esports hope you like esports
0: um but there's you know what it's cool because we're talking about i think sometimes unfortunately because these tournaments are all weekend long um if we have a podcast and only like some of us watch some of the things I think there you can tell there's like a different energy, but because most okay. like most of us were watching and actively engaged in this one you know I feel like we've uh, we have a lot more to say um scrub killer gets mVP um yeah uh <laughs> do you want me to give me uh, give you my thoughts um so sure. I feel like I you know I always lay it off but today uh, I'm gonna go in uh nap fair better um <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? K-Dop, K-Dop, like, K-Dop didn't get MVP, but k always feels like the player that is required to be on your team, but isn't necessarily going to be the flashiest or the most. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. his role is not that of someone that people would vote on to be MVP, if that makes sense.
1: He's like Speed. You put him on your team to uh, to do really well when in one, two, three, nine, ten.
0: Pretty much, pretty much uh yeah any any uh i who else could it have been like i did see some good plays especially the fairy peak had that had that crazy kickoff thing that happened where he just mm, he like wasn't
1: that scrub no
0: that that was okay there's there's a fairy Peak goal that like goes off the ceiling and it's just instant oh. like pure yep. like <laughs> you're like how do you even get there that fast like i don't even understand mm-hmm. um but that's not that more training yeah
1: on the uh, on the kickoff, the the one in Cloud Nine, I forget what game it was, where Scrub uh reacted to the fake uh, fake kickoff, read which direction it was going, and then directly led to a goal. That was probably my favorite goal. Of the <laughs> the entire entire. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean,
0: I'll take that Cloud Nine double touch. That thing had me.
1: But like double touch, <laughs> t- double t- uh, touches are amazing. But they happen. No, all no, the time.
0: no. That <laughs> specific one, for some reason, just the way that angle happened, I don't know.
1: It happened in Dreamhack 2 where Squishy had that insane one from uh, from above, where he was uh, at the ceiling and it was no angle whatsoever, and I still remember it exactly how it looked. Squishy so also did that dream...
0: crazy flip reset, right yep. in that one. Oh yep. my goodness! Anyway, so I just
1: kind of expected that that happens, but oh, okay,
0: because it's expected is not better. Okay,
1: all right. <laughs> I'm not I'm not diminishing it and saying that it's not incredible and absolutely insane. But I've never seen someone read and destroy um, a fake kickoff like that.
0: (laughs) Oh, was this a fake kickoff?
1: Yeah. It was the fake kickoff that Cloud9 did.
0: Uh, Scrubkiller went
1: for it. (laughs) And then uh, dunked, or he didn't dunk. He he 50'd, I think it was Gimmick? And it went perfectly uh, to where it was a pass.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, no, I vaguely remember. (laughs) All right, um, uh, Combo, do you have anyone else you might have put possibly in this role?
2: No, like I said, I think think Scrub looked very good on day three. um, Just all
0: all of uh, Combo's soul is just slowly, you know, (laughs) like he's just dying on the inside to have to say (laughs) those words (laughs) out loud
2: always say he is one of the best players in the world I just dislike his personality so um, he is uh, definitely well earned uh, it, it, if there's anything to prove that you're one of the best in the world winning an RLCS two years after you're eligible is is, is that so, or two seasons, sorry, after you're eligible a year and a half after you're eligible is, is pretty intense so, 16 years old producing that much is, is pretty awesome, I don't know if you you two saw it, but there was a picture floating around Twitter, yes. um, I don't know if he posted it or not, but it was of him when he was, uh, it would have been Six playing Sarp uh, on his PS1 in a wow. living room. Um, really? and Yeah, it's it actually adorable. Ago. It is exactly yeah. ten years oh. ago. Uh, it is. It was adorable. Um, and for me, it's like I remember. So, like, I'm not a huge Leafs fan, but when John Tavares got traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The first thing he did was post a photo of him sleeping in like a Leafs blanket. And like, I remember I got like chills when I saw that because like, I think every kid with regardless of your passion, you can, you imagine the idea of like being the best in the world at that passion, whether it's a sport, a game, whatever that is. And so imagine playing a video game when you're six years old and like, you probably can't even remember that. And then not knowing that literally 10 years from then, you are going to be the best player and like, you're gonna be the best team in the world and like Mm -hmm. that that is so cool uh and i remember i got like the kind of same feelings i'm already getting chills just for
0: you talking about it Jeez,
2: it is is awesome like that that is absolutely fantastic for the scene and seeing things like that like really made me happy
0: yeah no that was that picture is amazing all right um you know what i think it's been a great show i think we're gonna call it here all right um is there any final thoughts on this term in general any final topics we want to discuss um now we're going to fix
2: the tech issues oh, we're going to discuss it but the, oh you know, yes let's talk the about tech tech those yeah. issues they're pretty frustrating that that still happens on the world scene it's like uh, i feel like because
0: wait so they're are they playing in the stadium like if you're in the stadium are you hearing the commentators yeah yeah you can hear them so that doesn't usually happen does it
2: not in sports. I don't know if it happens. I've never been to a, like a big esports event, so I don't know if that happens in in a lot of esports. Like I know um oh
0: my god. Most no. yeah, most commentators will just be only mic to the internet, right? Like they won't you got it.
2: So, um I I kind of like that they do that. I think also Rocket League is kind of the sport where you need to do that. Uh, yeah, of think... so it adds, right? So.
1: I think there's uh something especially something a little bit. Oh. <laughs> you go. You go. You go. You go. Something a little bit different with uh, Rocket League where um it's not really a long-term plans. It's like very on the spot things where the, the casters can call them out. And if there's a two second delay between what the casters are saying and what's happening, then they're already behind. Um, so that's, oh, you like...
2: mean for the benefit of like, like potentially cheating kind of thing yeah. of like knowing? Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: And I know that in, uh, in melee, um, a lot of the times, uh, the cat, like the casters will be heard over the big screen, if, uh, with the big game that is being played. Um, and that's a very similar thing where uh, it's these split-second decisions, not these long-term things that would happen in most other esports
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, where the uh, the game knowledge is fully Essentially known by hear, everybody.
0: He, yeah, hearing it won't mm-hmm. change yeah. it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what was <laughs> I going to say? Uh, I want to say that the... Um, there's like a really awesome Reddit post that I read recently about like um I don't know I don't know if it's a teenager but like he brought his parents to it or someone someone brought his parents to the, the I think and I imagine like if you because there's probably a lot of parents in the crowd it, the commentators definitely help explain <laughs> what's going on um, but there was this really like it was crazy it was like a 65 year old father or something um, who like didn't get it at all but like just ended up coming and by the end of the whole thing he was just asking like his son all these questions <laughs> and was like really excited want to try the game just to see um how it was it was it was it, makes me happy, if yeah. you can find if you can find that Reddit post please do it's a, it's a well worth the read anyway um no it's good I think this has been def- it was definitely exciting the hype was crazy mm-hmm. I think every even with this different format there's there's a certain like with that stadium feel and the people cheering there's just a feeling in the air that's always great in every one of these lands um so yeah i think that's all from us um once again patreon hopefully we're gonna get that discord going as well all that i'll figure that out throughout the week um but regardless uh from flash uh, myself who i just called in third person um <laughs> combo and wabbits uh mm-hmm. i bid you all A great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.